Yeah. So yeah, here's but... my Kong. I've got an 18-inch Kong here. <laughs> so, um, I know you're being funny, but it's not. It's heavy, not heavy. Stupid. Jester, Jester, it's... You're listening to... Kuya is an absolute moron. Filmmaker Mike and the boys. That's what I see with Two, one. Yo, everyone, welcome to Filmmaker Rick and the Boys. Phil McCormick. Take two. Phil McCormick. Thanks a lot, uh, TikTok. <laughs> All right, I'm going to count it off again. Three, two, one. Yo, everyone, you're listening to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. How about oh, that yeah. for enunciation? Yeah, but. Still yeah, <laughs> you're listening to filmmaker Mike and the boys. Joining me is sequestered Jester. Uh, just a Merc here. <laughs> Pinhead. <laughs> and Kuya. Hi, Kuya McCormick here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Stop. You have to tell the fans, or you have to tell, uh, tell the listeners why Phil McCormick is fucking hilarious to us. That's the best. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tried to do, on TikTok, there's a feature where you can type out um, captions, and you can have it uh, voice, um, basically say, uh, have the uh, robotic <laughs> voice say the text that you type in your video. So I put in filmmaker Mike, how it's spelled with a uh, filmmaker with one M, Mike, and then and the boys to help promote a podcast. So I was help promote the podcast. I was making that TikTok, and then when I tried to do the voice text, it it would say Phil McCormick instead of saying <laughs> it, filmmaker Mike. So that's the the story behind Phil McCormick and the boys. So I don't know if I actually posted that video. I think it's one of the test videos that I did that I just shared with you guys. Um, but I, I figured out the way. I was laughing. Like my ass, I was like, oh, McCormick. Yeah. yeah, who the hell is McCormick? Then we're going to get a lawsuit from McCormick, the company that yeah. makes the devices. And they're like, you can't say that. You can't use our name <laughs> with, your, with your dumb shit podcast. <laughs> 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 we're gonna sue oh. you for one million dollars and they're like ah <laughs> <laughs> calm down there chief that's not our intention so uh this is our regular show we're gonna be kicking it off with yeah. uh pinhead who's gonna be sharing his thoughts mm -hmm. on the latest episode of clarice take so it away pinhead so you guys out there everybody wants to talk about oh they want to put horror and horror so we're going to do this. This shouldn't be horror. It's not horror. It's a suspense thriller. That's what mm -hmm. it is. I understand why certain people do this and put this in horror, especially mm -hmm. if someone has actually read the Thomas Harris books. They're very horrific. They're very violent. They're very disgusting. They're very gritty. But they're not horror movies or horror books. They're suspense thrillers. They're murder mysteries. When you break them right down to it, they're murder mysteries. So with that being said, I'm giving a review so far on what I've seen with Clarice. 
And so far, what I've seen with this show, it's everything I was scared of. I talked to Mike about this when we were off air. We had a discussion about this, and I sit and I and I and I think I was on air. I don't know. I I've, I've said this multiple times to anybody that will listen. I've said that you should have put this series on CBS All Access. Number one, you should have put it on CBS All Access. Number two, you should have put this on CBS All Access right after the Super Bowl. (coughs) You didn't do that, so we're past that. What we can't get past is that it should have been on CBS All Access to begin with because this this is a fantastic cast. You have you have a you have a great cast here. You have Cal Penn from Harold and Kumar fame. You have Nick Sandow from uh, Orange Is the New Black. You have you have uh, the dude from uh, The Walking Dead. I can't remember his name, but he was in there. He's he's the guy that keeps. He's supposed to be the misogynistic figure around there because every episode has to have a message. You know, <laughs> that's real awesome too. We got to keep hammering that home. The main problem with this show is. It's, it, it tries to be Criminal Minds. It tries to be Criminal Minds. They canceled Criminal Minds to do this show. And every, and every time you go around the corner, it's Criminal Minds. It's not Criminal Minds. This is dark, gritty, nasty material. And it's been neutered with CBS. It's very mediocre. It's very average. Very whole home, middle of the road. It's it's really hard to get through. It's I'd rather I don't know lick bugs off a wall maybe because that would be far more entertaining. The young lady, let's see, Rebecca Breeds, who plays Clarice Starling. She's she's a combination of Jodie Foster's uh, dialect. But she plays the character as Julianne Moore, and I hate that. I really hate it. Because Julianne Moore didn't get it when she was playing it in Hannibal. Jodie Foster really got it. That's why she they 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 were nominated for Oscars and you know we we got the history. They I think they won for Oscars. They got the all all five awards, yeah. right? Yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, they cleaned the the award shows up for the major awards. Those two did. Yeah. This this doesn't this doesn't this doesn't cut it. For the very least, they were all nominated across the board. Mm-hmm. This doesn't this doesn't live up to this. This is oh god, this is so aggravating. This is aggravating because I, I've been trying to say, don't do this. Put it on CBS All Access so we can get some real 
gritty, disgusting, because I'm not trying to be a gore hound, but for this material, it has to be nasty. It has to be. We're talking about serial killers. We're talking about a woman who has just suffered because this takes up this takes place a year after the Buffalo Bill murders in Silence of the Lambs. She has PTSD. You really have to hammer that home. They try and do that. It's the atmosphere is very creepy and the acting is off the charts. It's great, but the overall execution is garbage because it's on CBS All Access and not for nothing. In three, two, one. Previously on Phil McCormick. <laughs> so technical difficulties. Holy, 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 holy. Um, but we're back. So Pithead was talking about Clarice. So please continue. Yes. As I was saying, uh, Rebecca Breeds being a, a phenomenal Clarice on this show she doesn't cut mustard because uh, the material is just not good enough. So I'll ask everybody here on who who's read the Thomas Harris books. Has anyone Me. here? Me. You have. Yeah. Okay. So you're we're the only two that have. No. Okay. So I'll I'll speak to you on the le- to a, on a, a Thomas Harris level. Mm. Most of us. So let let let's say most of you and I would, if if we had our way, after Silence of the Lambs, regardless of if Jodie Foster could come back or not, that that that's a dream thing that would happen. But that 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 doesn't matter anymore. What so what is what do you what would you what do you want out of silent after Silence of the Lambs? You want to, you want to see where she goes, right? Correct. Yep. Where she goes from there. Yep. Not only where she goes from the Buffalo Bill murders to the point to where she becomes a disgraced FBI agent in Hannibal. Okay. Yep. Well, we're not doing that here. What we're doing is we're 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 taking everything that she did in silence of the lambs and we keep undermining it we're doing a similar thing that we did and we're doing in batwoman where you have you keep complaining about strong tough independent women right you but you guys keep squashing them like grapes you need to stop doing this you need to stop doing this it's all about this get that we should not get that at all okay so i'll just leave it at that i'll just leave it at that it's it's we're not getting the time we're not getting the strong powerful clarice vibes mixed with those dirty gritty 
just nasty moments. We can't get those because it's on CBS instead of CBS All Access. This should have been on CB. This should have been on CBS All Access. That's all there is to it. That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. And I'll end it there. That's that's where it should have been. It should not be on CBS. So you're saying like uh, because of um, where it, where it's located right now, they can't go as dark or as deep as they they should have they should have gone. Exactly. Okay. And not only that, I will I, since we're in the subject, and I'll end it there. CBS kind of not for nothing. They kind of lack balls because NBC actually, who is in the same primetime era. When Hannibal came out, you saw we all saw Hannibal. They pushed that to as far as they could. Like you saw bloody backs getting opened. Like you saw stuff that was disturbing. And it had to be disturbing for this material. That's why so many people loved Hannibal so much. Unfortunately, it only lasted three seasons. And that was fantastic material because we actually got to saw we got to see the gritty nature of that. CBS doesn't have the balls to do it, and I, I guarantee you, it'll be canceled by the end of the by the end of the year, mm. if it's lucky. And and that's that's my spiel. So I'm I'm done. I'm done. All righty. So are you still going to continue watching this? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do like I like I said. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick myself for doing this as long as it's available to me I will do what I'm doing with Superman and Lois I will watch the entire season of both of these oh I'm I'm putting it on the record I'm putting so to all the listeners and the I'm I'm watching both of these full seasons bam no no doubt bam kapow shabam Alrighty, so thank you for that. Moving on to possibly the biggest news of last week. <laughs> Not the best news that I wanted to ever hear, but uh, tragic news in the music and entertainment business. Uh, Daft Punk has confirmed that they have officially ended their run as the famous robot duo. Um, so this is from Variety.com. This is written by Jem Aswad. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Is that really his last name, dude? Fucking Aswad. Jem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's a he or a she, but it says right here, Jem. As hey, we can't, Jem we can't determine anymore. So. Uh, Jem J E M Aswad. <laughs> <laughs> the last name is really is actually spelled A-S-W-A-D. Yeah, Aswad. So, so how else would you pronounce Aswad? Aswad? Aswad. 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 Alrighty, so Daft Punk, one of the most influential and popular groups to emerge in the past 30 years, have announced their retirement via a video titled Epilogue. Posted Monday morning, the duo's longtime publicist, Catherine Fraser, 
officially confirmed the split to Variety and declined to provide further details. Did, did any of you guys watch the eight-minute clip? No. I didn't see it. Wow. Okay. So I I, I was I, um I was in in my room crying and oh, listening to uh, listening sure to around the world like multiple times. Okay. So the eight minute and, and then like afterwards I did I'm blue da ba dee da. Okay, that's not Daft Punk. Hell that's not no. Daft Punk. That's not I know. Hell no. I know. I was just giving it. <laughs> that's iPhone sixty five. I sixty six, man. Come on. No, it's no. not. No, it's extra. So. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Now we're making up band names too, huh? Fuck yes, we are. <laughs> well, do it on your own dime, buddy. Hell I, no. I was like, we're not 66. <laughs> <laughs> we're not space wizards, god damn it. <laughs> so uh, the eight-minute clip begins with a scene from the duo's 2006 film, Electroma, that features the pair uh, Thomas Bangalter and Guy Manuel de Homem Cristo who for, yeah, put that on a driver's license. <laughs> who for many years have concealed their features behind a robot concept, walking around the desert wearing in their familiar space helmets and leather jackets. After a few moments, one of the members looks at the other, removes his jacket, and reveals an energy pack on the back. The other touches a button on the pack, the first member walks away quickly and then explodes. There's a beeping sound like it's, it's going to set off basically a bomb and it explodes. The scene cuts to a sunset or possibly a sunrise as a choral version of the group song Touch plays. The song is from the duo's 2013 Random Access Memories album, which I have on CD. I remember buying that, uh, which in many ways was a culmination of their career. The album, which included the global hit single, Get Lucky, of course, with, um, was it Pharrell? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. With it's Pharrell said Lou. like three million times in the song. Yeah. Won the Grammy <laughs> Award for Best Album the following year. The duo has largely kept a low profile since then, with their most prominent work being a collaboration with The Weeknd on two songs from his 2016 album, Starboy the title track, and I Feel It Coming. While the rep declined to say whether the duo will continue working together under different names or whether other new projects are in the works, it seems likely, considering the group's famously contrarian and convention-mocking history, that they will continue to release music, videos, and whatever other projects strike their fancy. It is even possible that this announcement could be the beginning of a new project yep so uh both bangalter and de homem cristo met in the mid 80s at school in paris as teenagers and soon after began working together on music they formed a rock band called darlin inspired by the beach boys song of the same name with their friend laurent Brankowitz in 1992 and released a song on a compilation on stereo labs duophonic label the song received a negative review in the Melody Maker, which called described it as a daft, punky thrash. And of course, <laughs> there you go. that's where the name came from. So the duo set, uh, set the sonic tone for the new group with their first single, The New Wave, released in 94. It was followed the next year by Defunk, which became a European hit single and formed the template for their debut album, Homework, released later in 1996. 
So, and of course, they had the album uh, Discovery, which is the se second album in 2001, led by the single One More Time, which is my absolute favorite Daft Punk song. And the video as well with the anime. Um, and they also have that um, animated film, Interstellar 5555. So that yeah, didn't they didn't they buy the the rights to that uh, anime and then they made it uh, correct something like that like they 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 bought uh, the rights to it and then they used the what what the what it looked like visually and mm -hmm. that's how they made the album I think yep um, and that uh, movie right now on Blu-ray is a number one seller on Amazon currently Dang. so I'm really tempted to get it and to see it because i've never seen it and i do remember years ago early 2000s they had an action figure set of those characters and i'm kicking myself for never buying it because now it's really hard to find i mean i haven't seen it anywhere else ever since um so of course you've got uh move forward and um so 2000 they, uh, they had a, a defining performance at the Coachella Festival in April of 2006, a show that more than one dance music writer has declared the birth of EDM, performing inside an elaborate illuminated pyramid. And then the group toured internationally behind the album, releasing an explosive live album, Alive 2007. And then they reemerged into one of my favorite soundtracks ever, 2010 with an orchestral orchestral soundtrack album for the Disney remake or I guess sequel of Tron which is Tron Legacy yep. and then yeah they've ever since um, done so many other things uh, but yeah it's uh, quite <laughs> sad because and uh, yeah they've also worked with Kanye West so yeah I yeah. gotta say the best music that, in my opinion, I know I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for this, the best music they ever made was that Tron soundtrack. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Speaking so of which, I've got this packet. I'm going to turn off my virtual background so everyone can see. Ooh. It'll be Ooh. easier. Um, so I got this. Where is my virtual? Oh, okay. Choose virtual background. Let's do none of it. So I've got this... Um, box right here from Mondo. I got this like last year for my birthday. I haven't opened it yet. So we're going to do an unboxing of sorts. Not oh, a full unboxing, yeah. but I guess you can say like ASMR so I'm going to rip the box. That Tron Legacy soundtrack, I still have the CD of it. Ever since I saw that movie in theaters, it blew my mind and the, the music was amazing as well. And then of course, finding out that Daft Punk did the soundtrack. I was like, Oh my God! They were straight Barclays. up in the movie. Yeah, they they were the the DJs in that bar. Mm -hmm. Yep, at the end of line club. I still want that man's helmet, the full which, visor. Which Ugh. one? The gold. So the keep gold talking. I, I I will be right back. Keep talking. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't talk now. He told us to keep talking. <laughs> no, but I wanted I wanted his um the helmet. The the one with the full glass, not the one with the little mouth, but the gold. Oh, okay. The the, French, the the French guy's uh, helmet. Aren't they both French? Well, the the other guy's English, like has the English last name, right? The I other guy, they're... the Guy Guy. Yeah, but I thought they were both French. Well, whatever. So, 
Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I always wanted his helmet. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, the way you said that is so good. Those are cool. All right, you guys ready? What? What did I say? Oh, I wanted wanted his helmet so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, ASMR time. ASMR time. Here we go. Ah, it's not a. Ah, uh, boo! It keeps coming. That sucked. Uh, so yeah. Ooh, is it, is this it? Jeez, Louise. It's it's his panties from Victoria's oh, here Secret. We here we go. Oh, okay. There we go. Thank you for subscribing to us. Oh, oh, this is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Here we go. This is the 10th anniversary of 10th anniversary uh, pressing of Tron Legacy. Yo. As you nice. can see, Flynn's Arcade right there. Uh, music by Daft Punk. Oh. Vinyl so that, edition. It's vinyl. Nice. Soundtrack. Pressed on two x 180 gm color vinyl so and then of course you've got the keyboard right there the interface of uh, oh yeah kevin flynn's and then yeah they have the um they have side one and side two all the tracks yeah it's still i think it's still a perfect soundtrack like my goodness uh speaking of which there's pinhead with his mask on uh pinhead was blasting it on his uh bluetooth speaker yeah, you had to. And then lo and behold, um, we won't mention any names, but a coworker who has the same name like mine, <laughs> but we won't mention his name. <laughs> uh, his name is Phil? He, he, yeah, Phil. <laughs> Phil McCormick. <laughs> so he, uh, oh boy, are we frozen again? No. So, what was the last thing I was talking about? You were you were like giddy about the Daft Punk, so yeah, and the Tron Legacy soundtrack, which is still a masterpiece. And you unboxed yeah. it, which was awesome. I unboxed mm -hmm. it, um, but I will. I'm gonna have to do a separate actual unboxing. But yeah, this is gorgeous. When they you, you know, you know, you know what's a better soundtrack? What? Man of Steel. Yeah, that's a good that. soundtrack. Yeah. Soundtrack. I think this is on par. This is on par with Man of Steel. Uh, I think. I think the Daft Punk's uh, <laughs> Tron Legacy. I think is better. Going there, yeah. then this is better than all of them. Right there. Right there. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I was telling Pinhead uh, what really bums me out is that we're now probably uh. never gonna get that Tron. Uh, three soundtrack from them, which I was hoping. For. I know my my uh my wife said that uh like I said well I, I feel bummed out because we we can't watch the Tron uh, movie anymore because it's not them doing the soundtrack, and then she she was just like joking joking at me and like like elbowed me on the side and said oh they might they're probably just gonna hire Skrillex or something. <laughs> oh God, that would be oh. horrible. Um, <laughs> well, but it made me laugh because I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of true. That, that that might happen." You know, the problem, part of the problem is Disney wasn't happy with the box office. Um, yep, it didn't make money. You see, but the, then again, they also spent so much money on it on Tron Legacy that it. I think it, they spent like two hundred million to make the movie, and then it. I mean, now now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Um, 
But yeah, they 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 were like, oh, Tron Legacy didn't do so hot. So let's go make the Lone Ranger because all our Disney fans are clamoring for that, like a remake of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's make fun of uh, yeah. Let's make fun of like the indigenous people by putting uh, Johnny Depp as uh, Santo. Neat. He and Barbie, Sparrow. I love to eat toes. Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, fucking. Okay, so <sighs> for Tron Legacy, domestic, it made a one hundred seventy-two million. No. Oh, okay. Interna- international was two hundred and twenty-eight. So, but how how much was the budget? Two hundred something. I think uh, it was 200, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to yeah. see if I can find the budget here. Um, but of course, this was, yeah, so Tron Legacy was out, was released uh, 2010. So, and they were, Marvel barely started. I don't remember if they bought Marvel yet in 2010. I don't, mm. at least, I, I don't think they did, not yet. I think 2012. Yeah, after phase one, I think. Yeah, because they were Disney was really because Disney already cornered the market for girls with all the Disney princesses, but they were still trying to uh, secure the market for boys, and that's why they had they they were mo- making movies like this, and then um, uh, what's the other one? John Carter, John Carter of Mars. Which, what? Why are you laughing? It's a good movie. I like hey, that movie. I did too, man. And I'm bummed it didn't get a sequel. Yeah. Okay. All right. I never saw it. Well, you know what? Well, what's, what's the name of the guy? Kate, Taylor, whatever, Taylor Kitsch or whatever. Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. Gambit. Yeah. Like every time he stars or be, is a major player of a movie, it bombs like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, it, what wouldn't help sell that movie? Is maybe making some toys and action figures of all the cool aliens and ships well, that would have gotten the kids excited to see the movie even more. While I agree, its marketing was terrible. Right, that too, that too, and that's why, like, yeah. So you have John Carter, you have Tron Legacy, and then they tried to do Lone Ranger, which Lone Ranger had way more, had more, had a little bit more mar- uh, merchandise. John Carter didn't get anything. Didn't get squat. Tron mm-hmm. Legacy had a bunch of toys and other stuff. Um, they even had, uh, they had, they, they made a Flynn's Arcade in California Adventure, which mm-hmm. lasted for like, I think more than six months. Because Julie and I, for our first year wedding anniversary, we flew to SoCal. We went to Disneyland and California Adventure. We went to Flynn's Arcade we took pictures. I have Flynn's arcade tokens that I got. I didn't get to play on the Tron uh, arcade game because there was a long ass line. And I was like, I'm not waiting to play that game for that long, but I'm going to get me some tokens. So, but yeah, they had everything. And they even had um, in their water show. Um, oh my God. I'm yeah, the, the California Adventure water show. Uh, World of Color. World, World, of, World of Color. Yeah. yeah. At the end of it, they had a whole segment for Tron Legacy. The they were playing that Daft Punk soundtrack. Water was blasting. They're projecting the light cycle battle. Like it was awesome. And then you know, I still think they should have continued and 
could, you know, just made another sequel, made a third movie. They shouldn't have yep. waited too long. They really shouldn't have. I mean, it's like Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Fuck wits. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna get that Tron Legacy, uh, the Tron, that third Tron soundtrack for Death Punch. But at least we have Tron Legacy. So that's yep. that's still awesome. So, but yeah, as far as Death Punk, we'll see what happens next. But you know what? They're they're probably gonna change their names to something else, and they're they're gonna do like some some sort of whatever, right? Because um. I, I'm not familiar with with the names of the 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 people, but like uh, there's a EDM group called Swedish uh, Swedish House Mafia. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that yep. with that group. I've heard of them. Um, they kind of sort of quote unquote broke up because of differences, and then they they went about and became uh, like solo DJs, and they became successful. And then next thing you know, that there's like you know people are or the, the the three guys are collaborating with each other. And I was just like, and then I was like, isn't this the Swedish House Mafia? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm sure they're 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 in in the future they're going to be like like doing some some stuff. I mean, if if they've been together, if they've been making music for like thirty years, or however mm-hmm. long they've, they've been making, they need they need a fucking break, you know? Right. Right. So, they will be resurrected once again. They yeah. will be. Back. It it may it may not be, be the, it may not be the helmet uh, clad uh, Daft Punk or whatever. It might be a different group. Right. No, they they will be resurrected like 30, 40 years down the thirty forty years down the line. They will be resurrected as Daft Punk once again. They will be back. Mm. Daft Punk is not dead. I promise you. I <laughs> promise you. Daft Punk is not dead. That's I cool. promise you, they're not dead. Yeah, that's cool. Cause yeah, the overall reaction on my feed, people are like really bummed out and sad. Like they, a lot of people were, they've been able to reach such a broad audience, like you know, around the world with their music. Yeah. So, like yeah. no pun intended, right? Around mm-hmm. the world, <laughs> around the world. Yeah, exactly. So, alrighty. Moving on to some other big movie news. Uh, Variety.com again. This one is written by Rebecca Rubin. Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place 2 will be debuting on Paramount. Guess what? Plus, because everyone in marketing can't think of anything other than, oh, yeah, Disney Plus, Discovery Plus. Um, CBS All Access, let's change it to Paramount Plus because, you know, everyone knows that mountain. Everyone knows us for that mountain in Indiana Jones or steel, or like the, 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 the transition, the, the film starts and it transitions to that mountain. Everyone knows Paramount or Paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place 2 will be debuting on Paramount Plus after 45 days in theaters. Wow. 45 days. So, so that means they're assuming that the movies are going to bomb. That's why they're, mm-hmm. they're no, I think straight, what, straight, to, straight to streaming afterwards. No, no, no. I don't think they're, they're assuming that it's going to bomb. They wanted to make as much money in the theaters. Okay, okay. For those first 45 days, and then it'll be available for people to see on Paramount+. Plus. The thing here is, 
this is not the same big dick energy moves that HBO Max said. <laughs> You're getting it day and date, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, like it's not it's not the same big dick energy. Like, look at uh, look at how big our 2021 film slate big dick is. Look at this. <laughs> You're getting all of this. Which, by the way, I just watched Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a must watch. It is powerful. And I did did not want Black History Month to end without me not watching that film. And I watched it and it is powerful. Amen. Amen. Man, the things that I thought I knew I learned in school about Black History, this film needs to be added in that curriculum. Everywhere. My God. Like, wow, what a film. So I'll go, I'll probably go into that more uh, a little bit later. But yeah, so Paramount Plus, 45 days after. Let me ask you guys this. If you have, like, of course, for the three of us here in here in the biggest little city in the world, we have our movie theaters that are open. Kuya in Arizona, are the movie theaters open? Somewhat. Somewhat, in okay. In a, in a, in a sense, it's more more like, you know, you kind of reserve, you know, you, you if you want to do the, the private showing, that's fine. And then I think uh, for real capacity for general audiences, I think it's twenty five percent still or thirty percent. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay, and so. then in New York, they now are opening movie theaters up to twenty five percent capacity. Yeah, not it's not much, but it's something. It's 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 the slow uh, progress that we're anticipating that we're you know, and we're we're starting to see that. Um, at Dutch Bros Coffee, um, they used to make your drink, they put it in the tray, they hand you the tray, and you take your drink out of the tray. So they're not giving you the drink like from their own hands. But now, gone is the tray. They hand you your drink with their own hands. And I'm like, um, excuse me? What's happening here? <laughs> Are you guys, uh, did you guys spray yourself with Lysol or something? Or I don't know. Like, what's going on? Something's changing for whatever reason. Um, and then, of course, numbers are going down, which is great. So, but now let me ask you guys this. Are you willing to wait to see a movie? In this case, whether it's Mission Impossible 7 or A Quiet Place to, uh, a Quiet Place Part 2, are you willing to wait 45 days to see it at home? Or are you willing to see it in the movie theater? I don't really care. It depends on the movie. Okay. So in this case, Mission Impossible 7 or A Quiet Place Part 2. You're going to wait to see it at home? I mean, unless we're all going as like an event, yeah, I'll wait. I really don't care. You don't really care about Tom Cruise who is saving the fucking movie industry. That that makes (laughs) me want to wait for it. It really does, dude. He sleeps with this every night. (laughs) Make him wait. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, for me, 45 days is way too long. But 45 days after, I've moved on to something else. My excitement, my excitement, I'm focusing my energy on something else. So, okay. So, Mission Impossible 7 is scheduled to release in theaters on November 19. And A Quiet Place Part 2 is set for September 17. I'm going to a quiet place. Yeah. 
So, so imagine 45 days after, after September 17, which will be October, like around November to see a quiet mm -hmm. place part two at home. And then mission impossible seven, November 19. So you're looking at January to see it at home approximately. Well, it, it depends on uh, my wife. She, uh, her and I love uh, mission impossible movies. So if she's up to uh, watching the, the movie in the theaters, we'll watch it there. If not, we'll, we'll wait. Right. Right. Yeah. So that, that's for me, that's the thing. Like personally, I can wait. Like honestly, I, I as much as I love the the Mission Impossible movies, I also love my life, and I'm not really <laughs> trusting on uh, Arizonans to to be uh, to be sanitary when it comes to watching movies. Because like I've seen them walking around right now, and, and like in full capacities in restaurants and bars and stuff, with no masks on. And proud to say that they they're high, they're they're both are they're vaccinated twice already, so they're good to go. Holy! And okay. people, you know, people need to realize that no matter you know you may be vaccinated, but the other person might not. And you know, that doesn't mean you know, be, being vaccinated doesn't mean you should jack shit. So, so yeah. So. Yeah, so it says here, to stay afloat in the last 12 months, Paramount has sold numerous titles, such as The Trial of the Chicago Seven, <coughs> of course, that's on Netflix, yep. Coming to America, that's sold to Amazon Prime, which we're getting soon, and Without Remorse. So yet the studio has always planned to keep its biggest properties, Mission Impossible and Top Gun included, exclusively in theaters. So... <laughs> But yeah, that um, that is a uh, is too long of a window. So yeah, I want to see Mission Impossible Seven, and I want to see A Quiet Place Part Two in the movie theater. So I'm hoping that we can still do a private screening, private watch party then, like like we've done with Cinemark. Hint, hint, Cinemark still haven't heard anything from you guys. Sponsor yeah, us, goddamn it! Come on, yo. What the hell? So, um, yeah. And then, of course, uh, this week when we got the teases for the Spider-Man, the third Spider-Man film, the, the title, <laughs> from Home Slice to Home Wrecker, and I forgot what the other one was. Uh, Homie, don't uh, play that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, they exclusively reveal the title with a whiteboard, and it's Spider-Man, No Way Home, uh, and with um, all the theories, uh, all the other possible titles, and at the end of it, Spider-Man: No Way Home, only in theaters this December. Only in the in theaters. Only in theaters. There is no way Disney and Sony will allow Spider-Man to stream for no extra charge at home. So it's they they gotta make that Spider-Man money. They gotta make that Spider-Man money in theaters. So, but then again, we're seeing things improve now. So hopefully, I mean, it's we're about to hit March. So we've still how we've still got how many months until December? We will see how it plays along. I mean, what we're also seeing is a culmination of a lot of the things that everyone has been doing. Those that have been participating, you know, people have people for those who have been wearing masks. 
for those mm -hmm. who have been keeping social distance. And then, of course, now a good portion of the population has not, not everyone, of course, not e maybe not even half yet, but a good portion of the population has been vaccinated. So all those things combined, we're now seeing like numbers start to go down, which hopefully will stay down and will just, you know, keep going down. Um, but then again, we can't, you know, it's not 100% yet. We don't know. You know, they said it's going to be around here to stay. And that's why there's a vaccination for it. So we will see how it plays along. Um, we're supposed to get four Marvel movies this year. Not going to happen. And the first one, of course, on that Black list Widow? is Black, Black Widow? Widow. Nice. So my reaction to uh, someone who posted on a group like, we're getting four Marvel movies this year. My reaction is Michael Scott from The Office doing his famous cringe face. Mm. And I just said, let's see what happens to Black Widow first. Let's see what happens to Black Widow. Because mm. that's is the it? first that's the first because if, if black if black widow fails guess what they're gonna budge they are yeah. gonna budge. well yeah. not only that but you're already cramming two block or i'm sorry you're already climbing uh cramming four blockbusters in one year they like to let their movies breathe and make money they don't plow them out like that max they'll drop two i just don't see it happening they'll push two regardless right so let's see uh, as far as the release, so Black Widow is supposed to release in May, mm -hmm. May 7, 2021. Uh, the budget, of course, was 150 to 200 million dollars. Oh my gosh. Um, the, next, the next film, the second Marvel film, is Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. That's supposed to release July 9, 2021. And that film, that film is locked and ready to go as well. Or maybe it's, it's still editing right now, but that's, that's pretty much done. They, they finished filming last year, hmm. like late last year. The next, the third film is supposed to be The Eternals. And that's supposed to release on November 5th, 2021. Yeah. Okay. Really close to that Spider-Man, that third Spider-Man film. Sure. So too much cramming. Ain't gonna happen. Right. If there's anything, the Eternals, I feel like what if there's anything that's gonna happen, they they can send Black Widow to streaming to Disney Plus. And they can even do maybe Shang-Chi can go release in the theater. Eternals, maybe they go streaming, and then Spider-Man goes to theater. So but you're still you're still cramming two Disney. I mean, like Spider-Man and a Marvel or two Marvel movies. That's Spider-Man too. So right. I don't know, man. That's just too much. Spider-Man ain't happening this year. I don't think so either. If I'm being honest, yeah, that'll get pushed till next year. We shall see. Um, by the way, I did share. Uh, um, so I follow Heroic Hollywood on Instagram, which is your news source for like superhero movies and comic book adaptations and all that stuff. So there is a picture of um, a 16 month calendar from the movie. And I just shared it to a bunch of uh, Facebook groups. And of course, people who are in the know 
are saying that really bad Photoshop. Um, it doesn't look like the characters because they've seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, because every Photoshop includes on the bottom corner a 16-month calendar because every Photoshop artist who would do that will really put that in there on the on the cover. And then, um, I don't know, like there, a lot of negative comments. So I'm like, wow, negative comments from a Marvel movie? That's surprising. Um, but yeah, we're seeing the cast here. Um, we're seeing Rob Stark and Gemma Chan, who was also in um, Captain Marvel, who's now playing another Marvel character in the Eternals. Um, and then uh, we also have Salma Hayek, um, mm. who's not, oh, yeah. uh, who, who we're not seeing in this image and this group shot is Angelina Jolie's character mm. and um, Jon Snow's character, which is the Black Knight. Mm. We're not seeing him as well. Uh, so I just thought it was interesting that a lot of people were saying that this is not real, this is fake. So I can't wait to find the actual calendar when this hits in stores and take a picture of it and save the receipts of people who are saying this is not real, this is bad Photoshop and sho- shove it to their face. Like, um, So I guess Harry Styles is in the Eternals. Okay. It's definitely getting pushed. Uh, Kit Harrington, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Kumail Nanjiani, Gemma Chan, Madong Siok. Harrington's in that? Interesting. Yeah, he's the Black Knight. He's the Black Knight. Kind of mm. kind of a important character. <laughs> no, I know who he is. I just Brian Tyree Henry. So quite the all-star cast. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those ambitious uh I think one of those uh Hail Mary passes that they did uh gamble that they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Yep. Right. Exactly. So like a lot of, a lot of people don't know who the, the Eternals are. And right. so they they're looking they're looking to see oh it, it worked in Guardians of the Galaxy, it should work with this one. Yeah, I, I wish him well. Like I, I again, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward. Yeah, the Eternals is a is a good comic, so hopefully a lot hopefully of people didn't well. know who the Inhumans were either, and look how that turned out. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, but, the the casting was shit. So <laughs> that's yeah, and, and the writing was too, man. Like it was rough. <laughs> we don't know what this will be either, though. Yeah, I know, I know. They're they're just banking on the brand MCU, so I was like, oh, it has to be good. Mm. Yeah, well, so the Inhumans, yeah, so bad. No, because like the Inhumans, like they 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 really wanted to push the mutants uh, from the to the Inhumans because they they didn't think that um, they were going to get the mutants from uh, Fox. I get that. What so. I'm saying is they banked on the brand of Marvel. Yeah. Sometimes you need to watch what you're doing when you just bank on the brand of Marvel. That's all I'm saying because sometimes you come up, ah, you fail. So. Yeah. You get That's something like Captain saying. Marvel, so <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think Inhumans probably would have worked better as a movie instead of the show. Yeah, but I don't know. They yeah. did debut that. I think the first episode on IMAX. I never watched that piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, I was like, "Oh, it's shit." Okay, I'm not watching it then. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't watch it and like it, Mike. That's your go-to. 
Uh, I, it, it doesn't mean that I watch everything that I like everything. I do. Uh, kind of, sort of, you do, but no, I don't. If it, <laughs> if it if it hasn't been clear to you guys yet, I approach things with optimism, and I won't judge it until after I see it. But the Inhumans, eh? I didn't even I didn't even finish <laughs> Agents of Shield. Like I, 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 I let go of that. I would only watch Agents of Shield when there was a crossover episode with an MCU film. I'm like, oh, no, I, I saw I saw the first season and then afterwards I was done with Agents of the Shield. But Just I because heard... I'm like because now the reason being is like, why the fuck is this guy alive when he died for the Avengers? Comic. But then they answered it, they answered it in the in the in the in the show. I'm like, no, I don't believe that answer. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I stopped. I stopped but watching. Hey, it's really good now. It got really good. Uh, no, fuck out of here. I nope. watched it all up to Ghost Rider, and then when he left, I was like, I'm leaving too. Nope. Oh, no, alrighty. Nah. Alrighty then. So next up, I'm trying to see. Oh, um, Mike, uh, yeah. something about Paramount Plus. Yes. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know if you heard the news, but um. The the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender, uh, yes. they're gonna they're gonna continue on uh, their partnership with Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. So they're gonna do animated um, animated uh, continuation of, of animated series uh, for the last uh, for the Avatar world. It's, yeah. it's 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 not gonna be Aang. It's not gonna be Sokka. It's not gonna be Katara or anything like that. It's gonna be a continuation of the universe. Yeah, after so, Legend of Korra. Yeah, yeah so they're they're gonna well, they're do that. doing a new they're doing a new Beavis and Butthead movie too. So yeah, that that, that oh, too. Sign so. me up then. Right. Yeah. So, I don't want to pay for another streaming service. I'm tired. So I actually have um the article here from HollywoodReporter.com. Creators Michael DiMartino and Brian Konitsko will serve as chief creative officers for the newly formed Avatar Studios with an animated feature film first on the slate. So, which is pretty awesome. And then they even said here, um, Avatar, so quote, Avatar The Last Airbender and Korra have grown at least tenfold in popularity since their original hit runs on Nickelodeon. So um, it says here, uh, creator driven stories and characters have long been the hallmarks of Nickelodeon. And Avatar Studios is a way to give Mike and Brian the resources and runway to open up their imaginations even more and dive deeper into the action and mythology of Avatar as we simultaneously expand upon that world and the world of content available on Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. So, and we did hear late last year that they backed off from the Avatar uh, Last Airbender Netflix live action show. Yep. So they're still going to con- Netflix is still going to continue that, but right. the, the original creators are not going to be a part of it. Right. So I guess we're not going to watch the Netflix one <laughs> because it's not it's not it's not them that created it. I will check it out. I will too. Because we'll I have I have hope that it's going to be way better than M Night Shyamalan's live action film. To so ooh, bad. Ooh, 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 ooh. We're Earthbenders. Uh, Except Tiny Pebble goes across the screen after they do all that. Oh my! Hi, my God. name is Goodness. my name is Ong. Ong, it's not Ang. The Avatar. The Avatar. Like what the fuck? What is this shit? 
See, and then like, why did I buy the Blu-ray? Holy shit! You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, J- Jester! There was a time that I I looked I like I think Mike, you were the, I asked you right? Do do we have resources to find out the address for M Night Shyamalan? Because I really want to drive over and beat the shit out of him. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. That's no, a- seriously. Like, like when, when I first, you know, I was just like, I was intrigued when he, when, when I found out he was going to direct it. And I'm like, okay. The interview saying, oh, like, you know, my kids and I watch it all the time and I, I'm a true fan. And I, you know, I want to, you know, I want to stay close to the story and everything. And then when I saw the piece of shit movie, I was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> it was just. Like, so bad. Like, it was it was horrible. I, and I, like you know, I even appreciated Dragon Ball Evolution over over. No, you did over not. over <laughs> over the over no. the Last Airbender. Dude, Dude I, I would rather watch Dragon Stop Ball it. Evolution. I would rather watch Dragon Ball Evolution than That's Avatar than, than the Last Airbender movie. Like Good seriously, God. just because no. you know Chichi was hot, and uh, Master Roshi was funny. And yeah, granted, we got we got we got white Goku, but you know who cares? <laughs> Dude, I why I just I can't I can't, and I I don't like I, I I don't know. So it, yeah. Legend of Korra season one was really good, <laughs> but then after that they just kind of bombed for me. And to hear that they're gonna stay with Paramount and then Paramount's gonna have this Dis- like their own like Disney Plus and try to do their own streaming thing, like I am so tired of all these dumb streaming services popping up and like by the time I get every single streaming service, I'm going to, I won't even be able to afford rent. It's like F off. So, if it's good, it's good. It's whatever. So You're just going to have to rotate. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing. These companies know like, Hey, we're leaving money off the table when we can have our own. And now the, that the problem is, yeah, for the consumer, like we got rid of cable because we don't watch these 500 other channels. We only watch three of them. Yeah, but now uh, everyone's like, okay, here we have all the content you want, but here we also have, you know, like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it is. Crazy. It's, it's fascinating. At the same time, it's like, yeah, it leaves the consumer like, yeah. Like when you, if you were to sign up for each, uh, streaming service right now and you add all that up like that's that's a lot of money that's basically a cable package yep pretty sure and that, and just, in all just cable yeah just cable without internet or phone you know or or, a, or yeah. yeah so but so yeah, yeah they're um, already getting me with internet dude like what 75 bucks for internet for basic and it's garbage hence the dropping <laughs> all the time tonight right stupid so, are you guys doing uh, AT&T or is it Charter still? So Spectrum. Or Spectrum now for you guys? I think I'm on Charter. So there's Spectrum or Spectrum and Charter or whatever you want to call it. And then there's AT&T. There's only two over here. And yeah. AT&T is the worst of the evils. Yeah. Well, no, um, Comcast is. But... Oh, you have that out here? No, no, but Comcast is evil. Like They're worse. They're so oh, bad. Okay. Yeah, we we got Cox over here in uh, on our side. Is it, is it any good? Um, yes and no. We got Cox over here too. So yeah. well, you you guys get cucked <laughs> over there. There's a difference. You guys get cucked. So 
as far as Paramount Plus, they had their big like, hey, look at all we're, we're gonna offer you guys like day like their media day I guess. Um, yeah. So CBS All Access will become Paramount Plus officially on March four, which is coming up real real soon here. So of course they have um, they have CBS, Nick, Comedy Central, MTV, BET, and I'm looking here. Smithsonian Channel. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I can't wait to fucking watch the Smithsonian Channel. Are you laughing? Uh, Museums are awesome. Oh fucking! (laughs) Oh, here, here's a guided tour of all the dinosaurs. So, Ben Stiller over in the corner, Dick Van Dyke's over there on the right, and uh, come on, man, that's so stupid. So here's a here's a rundown on at least on Twitter because they they like made a bunch of tweet announcements. So, of course, every Indiana Jones movie and no snakes will be on. Wait, wait a minute. We have them on Disney Plus. How is that possible? Don't we have it on Disney Plus? I'm pretty sure they're on Disney Plus. Because they're part of Lucasfilm, right? Uh, Yeah. And then, of course, drop it. It it was uh, it was produced by Paramount, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So they have both rights, I think. I guess they share that. So of course, um, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Two, and Mission Impossible Three on Paramount Plus, March Four, The Godfather trilogy, uh, Real World. I guess there's a Real World Homecoming right now. I mean, I, I never got into Real World on MTV. What the what the show? Yeah. TV show. Yeah. So um, there will be more than 2,500 movies will be available in late spring. On Paramount Plus, and of course, every Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek T T A S, Star Trek T N, <laughs> Star Trek T N G T N G D S Nine Voy V O Y, I guess Voyager. Voyager. Yeah. I'm sorry, Voyager. I'm, not a, I'm not a Trekkie or a Trekker. <laughs> watch out! Watch out! <laughs> Discovery, Short Treks, Star Trek Picard. Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds will all be on Paramount Plus. Um, actually, Michael, uh, you should have knew better to pronounce that better because now we're going to cancel you. So goodbye. <laughs> so um, the Rugrats, they brought in the original voice cast with an updated 3D animated style. Um, oh, yeah. And they, because, of course, kids are so used to, you know, give them the t- classic 2D shit. That's the best. Um of course, the Halo show will be premiering on in 2022. They just resumed filming on that, and then really? like, uh, Master Chief Halo. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, a live action Dora the Explorer series will debut on Paramount Plus. That's I, it. That got me. I'm getting it. I'll get Disney Plus or not Disney Plus. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Dora the Explorer. Sure. Can you do this for me? Action. The movie, so the, the movie was actually really funny. The movie was really funny. She would what? she would break the fourth wall and talk to the camera, like talk to you, the audience, and we're like, what the fuck? Can and you do this for me? Everyone, every one of the characters in the film with her were like, Who are you talking Anything. to? We were like, what the hell? <laughs> that was Gee, hilarious. I wonder where she got that one from. <laughs> so uh, we got Sp- of course SpongeBob. Uh, Camp Coral. There's a new series, and then, um, 
I'm not watching that because he didn't want to do anything else after the creator of SpongeBob didn't want to do anything else after SpongeBob, and then they just pissed on his ashes and decided to do it anyway. Well, yeah. they're not gonna let go of a cash cow like that. I mean, I know, but it's messed a up. Cash, a cash sponge. America's most famous cash potatoes, Beavis and Butthead, are back in a new original movie. So. Yeah. Is, my, is my judge uh, writing and directing it? Oh my god! Oh, so, sorry, um, I, I don't know if my judge is directing it. In another comedy film, the gang from Reno Nine One One will return to take us on an elusive <sighs> search for QAnon. Oh, oh my god! I just sold me. I'm fucking sold. I'm fucking sold, bro. I'm. You know, sold. I, I almost got into fights with people here in Arizona uh, when it's when people found out I from I was from Reno. And Why that, would you that's people. Well, because they were they were just saying, "Oh, fucking, you guys are stupid over there," and I was like, uh, "No, we're not." And as you notice, that those those things were filmed in Hollywood. You dumbass! <laughs> it, it even says it on the on the the credits, filmed right, in Hollywood. Right. We don't have those things in Reno. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't have like you know, gay officers in uh, in bikes. You know. I don't think much has been filmed in Reno. The only thing no, I know it, it's just the little head. snippets. It's the little the little snippets of um the little snippets of uh you know the, the little in the in between shots or in between scenes that they do. No, yeah, I know, but like I know like a couple scenes from the Big Lebowski was shot here at the bowling alley in downtown. Oh, um it was open. Uh Sister Act. The Sister Act movies. They were shot here too, right? Yep. Uh yeah. the the bowling movie with uh uh, is it Kingpin? Kingpin, the one Kingpin? with uh, yeah, the one Bill with Murray? uh, yeah, Bill Murray, yeah. Oh, I didn't shot know that here. Was I didn't, I didn't know that one was shot here. Uh, Lake Tahoe, they filmed The Godfather Part Two. Yep. The house. That was the, that was the most famous one. And then City of Angels, with Nick. Yeah, when uh, Meg Ryan's dumbass fucking like uh, was going down uh, US fifty. Spoilers. <laughs> you you know going down like US fifty riding a bike. Downhill like this, and she, she was really free and alive. Until well, up, up until she, uh, up until the truck goes there. <laughs> 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 All right, so there's also um, she will tell AG4 stars in The Man Who Fell to Earth from Alex Kurtzman and Jenny Lumet, based on the iconic novel and film. Are you guys familiar with that? The no. series is about an alien who reveals more about human nature. Than humans ever could. I don't give a fuck. Kurtzman's behind it. Go kick fucking rocks. There you go. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have spoiled that surprise. Song. So right, he's he's above. So also bringing back Frasier, one of the most highly acclaimed, most successful comedy series of all time. The revival oh. will have everything you love about the original: coziness, oh. great writing, and of course, a cast led by Kelsey Grammer. Hey, you know who I love? Uh, Kelsey's dad. Is he still alive? Who? Oh no, he's not. He died. Okay, so like, what? What did? What did Mike? Thank you. Say Thank it again. You. Say say he, say say that like the thing again about Frazier. Uh, something about you, the the people that or the things that you love about Frazier. You love about the original. Well, yeah. I love the old man because he was funny. Oh, he'll yeah. be back as a hologram. 
Oh, what about the dog? The dog's dead too. You're gonna bring it back in the hologram? Yeah, we'll be back as a hologram too. Oh, screw them, man! I can't believe they're touching uh, Frasier, man. I love that show too, and the fact that they're just gonna like, gosh, just milk the cow till it's bone dry. It's already skinny. It's already dying on the side of the road. Let's milk it some more. You got a little bit of milk there. <laughs> it's like, it's suck, suck, on the teat. suck the teat, baby. <laughs> Why? Suck it. Uh, my heart so, aches right now for this crap so uh hit mini series waco uh, uh they okay. have that and then of course criminal minds okay yellowstone creator uh teams up with anton fuqua for the mayor of kingstown with jeremy okay. renner a new scripted nice, nice. drama that offers a stark and brutal look at the business of incarceration okay um Trying to see for iconic film lovers, Paramount TVS is bringing new takes on favorite classics to Paramount Plus, including the Go Grease or oh, Grease prequel, Rise of the Pink Ladies, a flash dance drama series, and oh. shows based, based on love story. Dude, Italian, I... Italian job, oh. and the... <laughs> stop, it hurts. <laughs> Oh boy. Check this out. Paramount Picks will also be making original movies exclusively for Paramount Plus. First up, new versions of the horror movies Scream, Paranormal Activity, and Pet Cemetery. <laughs> no! Oh my gosh. No! Make new stuff. Make new things. New. How new about things. no? <laughs> oh you see my that, gosh. You see that dip of Bugs Bunny? And he says, no. How about no? <laughs> How about no, Scott? I, I'm so tired God. of them constantly. Like, it's always yeah, something. Okay, else. you guys need to stop doing this stuff. We got it. We get it. Good. Move on. Stop. Stop doing this. Stop fucking doing this shit. Just stop doing it. Screams. <laughs> you did this once already. Just stop doing it. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Should have stopped at the first one. Do I have to do it? Do I gotta get the paper out? Fucking do do I spank you, Hollywood? Do <laughs> I do? It? Do I gotta do it? Do roll I it gotta up, roll do it up. Roll it up, bro. Roll it up. Roll it up. No. No. Bad Hollywood. Bad. Bad Hollywood. Stop. No. 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 All right. So we. I'm we gonna. Got... I'm gonna do the spray bottle next time. <laughs> no, we got Pinhead excited. So let's move on from. From Paramount Plus to HBO Max. There we go. As far as things that are coming soon. Wait, wait, is this is this the one with the big dick, right? This is the one. HBO Max is all about the big dick energy, my babies. My (laughs) (laughs) big swinging dick in the room. So yesterday they debuted Tom and Jerry, which we started watching. My daughter was actually laughing. I wasn't laughing so much, but I thought. I really, I really like the animation. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry that that already answered the question for me. I was like, <laughs> me too, dude. In the it's- cast, in the cast, we've got Michael Pena, who we know is funny, yeah. right? Michael yeah. Pena is there. He works at the hotel that the the movie takes place in. We've got um, what's his name? Oh my God, Hit Girls there, right? Hit Girl is the lead. Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
What's his name? Oh my God, Dr. Ken, Ken Jong. How do you, I love Ken Jong. And he's like the executive chef. How do you show Ken Jong for like yelling to his staff in the kitchen for like less than a minute and cut away when he, the guy is so fucking hilarious and then you don't, you waste the talent. Like, and we, I didn't get to see the whole movie yet, obviously, but my God, like, hey, if you're you know what, Mike? Actors, let them uh, act. I'm going to go wait for the director's cut of this one because there might, there might be scenes of uh, Ken Jong at, afterwards. You know, <laughs> the director's cut of Tom and Jerry. Hey, <laughs> and, you never know. So, and, and here's another thing I know Tom and Jerry, I, I mean, I love the cartoon. I used to watch the cartoon. Yep. Every now and then when it's on, I'll still watch it. Like the old Looney Tunes. I, I love the classics, those classics. Oh, yeah. which, which are also on HBO Max. Um, not a not an ad hashtag, but it could be, right? <laughs> so in HBO Max. I was I was telling Pinhead what they should have done for this version of Tom and Jerry is they should have cast really good com- or popular comedian actors to voice Tom and Jerry. Give them a voice. Because if your characters are quiet most of the time and everything else around them like is interacting with them, then shit, you got to do something. Because if we got Detective Pikachu voiced by Ryan Reynolds, which is a, I mean, when you, when I saw that trailer, like it's a huge draw. I'm not a big Pokemon fan, but when I found out Ryan Reynolds was the voice of Pikachu, like, holy shit, I'm sold. I want to watch this now. And sure enough, when I watched it, it was entertaining because it's Ryan Reynolds. So they should have cast the com- uh, two comedians to voice Tom and Jerry and give them a voice. I mean, it's- hey, I, I have a perfect casting. Who? Um, the cat, Tom, is going to be The Rock. Oh, and, then Jerry, and, then, and then Jerry is uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, dude, I swear to God. That, you know, the, just the, the banter from both of them. And you could have sold it right there. And I bet you if that, was, if that were the case... We would have all been talking about it right and then, now. And then, you know, and then Jerry is as tall as a uh, fucking Kevin Hart, anyways. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Man, I mean, oh my goodness. Like, it should. Anyway, so HBO Max. So Superman, the animated series, flies onto HBO Max for the first time in high definition. Nice. Alongside the first two seasons of Final Space and a new special. This one got me so excited. Because when we started this podcast, we were talking about the show. Oh, I'm, has to take again, a oh not, shit. I'm not a huge fan of South Park, but holy shit, that pandemic special Hell got yeah. me crying from laughing so hard. There <laughs> is a sequel. We are getting a continuation. Hell South, yeah. South Park, the park is spelled P A R Q vaccination special. Oh my fucking god. We are going to get a continuation of how the boys are doing. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go queuing on, on this motherfucker. Yeah, gonna... they are, and you know it's gonna be gold. You know Oh my god, that's gonna be crazy. I hope oh. we get to see Mickey Mouse and how he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after that. We'll get the Gina Carano situation for sure. Oh my god. Oh that's man. gonna be fucking gold, baby. <laughs> Can't wait. So, yeah, uh, movie lovers can sit back and relax with A-list hits, including the Rocky film series, Speed, the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy, 
and Academy Award winner, The King's Speech. So this is all in March for HBO Max. Hell yeah. Like, do so, we care about all of that stuff? But because fucking yes. Zack Snyder's uh, <laughs> Justice League is coming. A little film called Zack Snyder's Justice Motherfucking League is coming in 19 days. That's uh, great. We all they all deserve, you know, recognition. They all deserve recognition. Okay, okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, they will be overshadowed by Zack Snyder, but that but they all deserve recognition. So just Mike, come on. Did you uh, did you read that article about the 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 Zack Snyder uh, that interview? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. So some highlights from that. Some highlights from that. There, uh, so this is going. Uh, so now we're going to ju- uh, Justice League, of course, because as we're getting so close to it, more and more stuff is being released, and it's all part of the part of the um, media push and the promotion that they have. Um, so when the film, the Justice League, was uh, done before it was released to the masses. Uh, Deborah Snyder, the wife of uh, Zack Snyder and also producer, his producer on pretty much all of his films, and Christopher Nolan, who also produced Man of Steel and who is also also in the credits for Batman v Superman and of course Justice League, um, they revealed that they saw an early private screening and they, Christopher Nolan, pretty much told Deborah Snyder, Zack Snyder cannot, he can't see this film. He can't see it. He can't It'll break his heart. It will break his heart, pretty much. And that's why he hasn't. He, and he's really he's admitted it. He hasn't seen that piece of a shit movie. Which, by the way, an unnamed Warner Brothers executive who mm-hmm. also got to see it in that uh, exclusive screening for all the big wig, uh, you know, uh, guys up there, uh, pretty much said that film is a piece of shit. But don't don't print my name. But that film is a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit then. It's still a piece of shit now. And of course, part of the big push for this film to be released back then in 2017 was before the big AT&T merger. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a lot of the WB Warner Brothers executives to get their bonus for that year, they had to release that film. So it was a piece of shit. Release it. We don't fucking care. Let it. Let's get it done and over with. Let's get our bonuses for those big wigs. And sure enough, they got their bonuses. Um. So yeah, that's uh, a few of the things that was released from that article. Um. And then of course the whole thing with uh his daughter Autumn Snyder. Yeah. Uh, he pretty much admitted that um, the end of the film will feature that song uh hallelujah mm-hmm. and that is uh autumn's autumn snyder's favorite song so but it'll be a different version it'll be uh the one that uh they played in uh in her funeral right right so somebody, somebody else is gonna sing it yeah so and of course as always <clears throat> all the hate dude i had someone dm me last night because and I've been I've been very I, I haven't cursed anyone out I haven't insulted anyone I'll defend Snyder I'll defend his films because I love the films not because he's paying me or anything um, but someone DM'd me on Facebook 
last night uh, and pretty much told me, so, <clears throat> haha, my dude, you know, no is in all caps. Snyder is trash. Don't defend him for no reason. And I was like, I, I could reply, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to reply. I'm, I'm not going to reply to this guy because there's no, he's made up his mind, obviously. Carlos, the motherfucker. <laughs> so, also, speaking of Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, today there was a whole thing on um, IGN. Yep. Yeah, they had a whole day of, um, uh, what, what's it called? It's called Mother Boxer. Huh? It's the Mother Box trailer. Yes. So, but uh, IGN's thing was hashtag IGN FanFest. So, uh, Zack Snyder himself debuted the Mother Box uh, trailer with a, a brand. I'm not sure who the song is by, but I'm digging it. Um, and of course, there's 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 a connection. There's a meaning to it. And it doesn't show much footage because the last trailer that we got already shows so much. Um <laughs> But I think it's cool. I'm excited. It's getting me more excited for the film. Uh, I'm trying to look for... So this is from... He did a live stream, of course, uh, interview. And then this is what he revealed today. I'm just looking for that. Okay. So he says in the interview, the Justice League Snyder Cut will end as a cliffhanger for Justice League Part 2. That's intentional. There's issues between Darkseid and Steppenwolf in the past. And he said, I am open to a part two if HBO Max offers. But for now, enjoy the Snyder Cut. And he said the nightmare timeline was actually the whole story for Justice League part two. But now we're getting it with this Justice League. So, and then of course he said, uh, Warner Brothers Studio didn't want the IMAX frame ratio for the whole movie. And then, of course, he's not sure about the Blu-ray 4K disc release for now. But there's been leaks already of some images, international markets, that there is a Blu-ray release, which is pretty much ready. Um, I'm assuming a month after, maybe two, they'll release it, hopefully, because in that version, we'll also get the black and white version of the film. So all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, we're ramping up. We're getting close to it. And then, of course, when that Mother Box trailer hit the so- uh, social media uh, earlier today, I shared it. And of course, one of my, uh, a friend of mine um, who's a fellow geek and fan as well, he doesn't like any of the Snyder uh, DC films, obviously. Do so, I know him? So, no, no, you don't know him. Okay. Um, and, you know, I mean, nothing, nothing, you know, nothing crazy. But he just said, uh, so he posted, and I knew it was directed at me because I shared it on my personal profile. I shared it on other Facebook groups. And that's what I do. I just, I'm just going to share the shit out of it just because I want, you know, I don't care if they like it or they watch it. Promotion is promotion. I'm helping the cause, whatever. So he said, holy crap, I can't wait for the freaking Justice League Snyder Cut to come out already just so I can no longer have my feed spammed with daily and weekly trailer updates from the Snyder faithful. And I just commented with... Uh, you can always mute me, asshole. The shit is done that. <laughs> There's that too. But I just commented with a, um, a screen capture. 
from the Watchmen comic book of Dr. Manhattan saying, in the end, nothing ends, Adrian. Nothing ever ends. So this is for everyone who thinks that after the Snyder Cut is released, that it's all over. Oh. No motherfuckers, your mother lovers. Guess <laughs> uh, like, fucking what? Guess if, what's if, gonna fucking happen? If this is as successful as everybody thinks it's gonna be, there's gonna be Justice League two. There's gonna Hashtag be a Snyder release Justice League two. Hashtag restore the Snyder motherfucking verse. So, so instead of like the, the five movie arc, it's going to be a four movie arc then, yeah? Because Justice League 2 is going to be Justice League 3 from, from the original uh, the original uh, posting. Right. So yeah, okay. at, this point, at this point, who knows? Um, so it's going to happen again. I mean, fans are going to demand it. That's for sure. So. I, like, again, I, I want his... Uh, Vision because of the the stuff that happened to his life. I want I want his vision shown, and from the looks of it, when when people are this like hateful and this uh, excited about th- things, it it might be a good one. So if it's successful enough, it, they're gonna they're gonna have the Snyderverse, man. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. All this talk about the Snyder Cut has got me excited about seeing Tom and Jerry tonight. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, uh, and then another thing, of course, because, you know, uh, so on Thursday, we got the trailer for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, yep. which yeah, will be yeah. debuting uh, in May on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And again, we're getting, like, it looks... It looks fun. It's a very short teaser, but it looks like fun. I mean, Zombie Elvis, hello. I mean, how could you not have fun with that alone? Wasn't there an old lady playing slots in, in the trailer? It looked like somebody, like an old lady playing slots, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then a lot of the people that commented, well, Vegas is full of zombies anyway. <laughs> That's <true. laughs> Like, Wow. So I was looking, of course, at the comments. And the one thing you never do is never look at the comments. So in the, in the teaser, this is for those who may have not seen it yet, or just to remind those who have who probably seen it. Uh, in, the, in the teaser trailer, it says from Zack Snyder, director of Man of Steel, and I think it's 300, right? Those, yep. those are the two films. So, and, oh, and the, the, the Dawn of the Dead. Donald, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, of course, we have Kelly from the UK who commented on the on the trailer, had me until it said was by the same person that did Man of Steel. I personally would keep that quiet. I guess I should re- I should I should repeat that with a British accent. With the shite? Until it said was by the same person that did Man of Steel. I personally would keep that quiet. So I replied and I said, wow, because you made a better Superman film? Where's it at? And then she replied and she said, tad overly defensive, but hey ho, apologies on not enjoying that particular movie. The beauty of film is surely we all get to have our own opinion on them. I'm not actually a film director. 
with millions of dollars at my disposal, but I guess I could give it a go with my phone, a red towel, and an old pair of pants. And then she does the shrug emoji. <laughs> and I was like, wow, wow. So I replied and I said, I don't care if you didn't enjoy the film, LOL. At least state a valid opinion on why you didn't like it. Then, but hey, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has one and just wants to share them. So, and then of course, I share that with you guys in the group chat. And Kuya and James are like, be careful. I know. Because people may pin, may pin you and say, you're attacking, attacking. You're attacking, you're attacking. woman. And then, I, I, and, then, and then I was like, well, I'm not really, a, I'm not insulting her. I'm not cursing at her. What bugs me is that because I called her out, now she got defensive. And I'm like, yep. you're not even talking about the Army of the Dead. You're talking about Man of Steel, a film that has been out since 2013. And like I said, if you don't like the film, then please clearly state your opinion on it and don't just say you don't like it just because. Like, but yeah, um, Kelly, fuck you. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's, do it. Let's, let's do it the British way. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Bugger off, cunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Charlie, we know. love you around here. We love you. Ah, oh, I'm just like, really? Wow. No. This is the first time, like, in a while, or actually at all, that, that I've seen Mike so... Uh, highly aggressive when it comes to like responding to like people like i you always comment on people and you always have like friendly banter with them but th th this is the time like you were like you know what motherfuckers i'm i'm going i'm going to be on the offensive on this one right cuz normally you you you're you're like oh okay i understand your opinion and this is this is whatever whatever and like lately you've been like no bitch you're wrong but it, i i don't <laughs> i don't say bitch not, uh, not on Facebook. I don't, it's, I don't it's the them out. Mike, Mike, it's the same big dick energy. You know what I'm talking Mike, about? It is. <laughs> Fucking is. Fucking is. Well, ever since. I'm just done with this bullshit. Yeah. You, I like I said, I don't care if you don't like Man of Steel. Clearly, please state your thesis and write it in paragraphs. <laughs> yeah, like fucking like you know, double spaced, fucking like you double know, at spaced, least at least a thousand words. Font. Make it size fourteen font so you can fill. You can even try to fill a page. Holy shit! It just makes me laugh because each day that that gets closer to the release of the Snyder Cut, he gets he gets heat, and then he's just dishing it back out. Like I know, I, I, I'm proud. I'm proud so of him. I'm fucking done with this shit, bro. Because because before before he was just like, oh, I, I I appreciate your opinion. I understand. And to all to like very zen. Yeah, very zen. Like now it's like, no, I'm General Zod. I'm here to destroy black people. Black Superman, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and to all our female fans out there, it ain't just about you because most of the fans that are with the vitriol in this Snyder cult, it's the men. So they're bitches too. They're the yeah. biggest bitches out there. So fuck them. Yeah, when, when when we say bitches, like most of that, most of the time, it's those punk ass uh, male kids or male juveniles who think that like you know they know everything. It's it's not intended for ladies at all. We we treat right. ladies as such unless you aggressively uh, make a comment to Mike. You know, with your vitriol, and Mike will. 
call you a cunt. I'm all about equality, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know you are. <laughs> I'm all about equality. Hey, let's give everyone a fair shot, right? Um, yeah. So another thing that really pissed me off. Okay, so the Army of the Dead trailer obviously was released, right? Someone somewhere had the audacity to comment and say, oh, wow, is his daughter there? Oh. In the movie. In the fucking movie. Blow, blow. His daughter that committed suicide. I'm sorry. I don't care if you don't like the guy's films, but that is just a new level of low. That is oh. just why, why you gotta do that. Exactly. Did did, exactly. did people react to that shit or like what, uh, what did they say? I, I I think people did, but I I I don't even remember if I got a screenshot of it, but I just so, like shared. To add to this story and all this stuff that's happening with mike i would like to point out that last night i was listening to a podcast i'm not going to say who but i was listening to a podcast and then they said they were gonna they were gonna watch the new justice league trailer right and they had had a segment the previous episode that they had put out as a highlight and it got so much heat from snyder fans because they had like dogged the the snyder cut in the in the highlight uh, title and then they were like he's like yo man he's like he was started blaming his producer but I was like I didn't know that his daughter died and blah 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 and he's like I didn't realize we were gonna get so much hate from from all the <laughs> all the fans of the Snyders or whatever you know and and uh it was like this big thing so they were like he's like, I'm gonna be really cautious as I watch this trailer and try not to say anything too bad because you guys are just gonna cancel me but it's like you know like I understand at this point that as time goes on and it's closer and closer to the release of the, the Snyder cut, the fans that have been quiet for so long are starting to get really, yeah, <laughs> really hot and heavy with their, because uh, they, they know this is, this is, this is one of the, the things that they've been waiting for. Right. And, and just to see it succeed because the fans asked for it. And, and then like when, when the people weren't listening, the, the fans made, made it happen and demanded it. Uh, yeah, to make it happen 12, 12 people on twitter made it happen yeah yeah what do we say around here a basic second to third graders research could stop from that mistake right there yep mm-hmm. that's all you had to do a basic second to third graders research could have stopped the mistake that you just made right there about his daughter it's yep. that simple it's not that hard it really isn't exactly I mean, are we in fuck with? Are we are we that deep wit in the fuck with nation that we can't do that? That we can't do the very bare minimum anymore? Because if not, then let's just cancel it all. Because this is ridiculous. The very bare minimum is. Come on. Knock it off. Yep, and then the fact that you know, yeah, uh, a lot of the fans have helped raise over half a million dollars. For the American Foundation Suicide for Prevention, and 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 we're fucking uh, vile, like uh, aggressive, uh, cancel culture type of fans. Like, no, we're not. We're we're here to support like somebody's project, you know. And like it, it, we appreciate the the guy, you know, in the sense that he he chose to be with his family. In that rough time, instead of finishing what what he, you know, I'm sure I'm sure that 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 kind of of Justice League, you know, with if Snyder finished it, if he if he kept on moving, it w- it would have been okay. But no, like he said, no, I'd rather be with family because this is bullshit. 
Yeah, so, he, he couldn't handle it, and he couldn't handle uh, basically the back and forth with Warner yeah. Brothers at the time. So he just so they, again, you know, Ray, Ray Fisher is saying it best that like he's expecting and waiting for for people to apologize to Zack Snyder, to the production company, to the 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 people that worked, uh, you know, to the cast and crew and all that stuff. They're they're waiting for for Warner Brothers to to make amends in a sense like even if it's like a like a like a simple like memo apologizing for the shit that happened and, and all that stuff, you know it it would be nice in that sense, you know. But but of course we're getting Black Superman, so it's that's <laughs> yeah. So uh, just one more thing about this whole thing. A lot of the fans for the Snyder Cut movement were even encouraging others like, don't engage with the negative comments, don't engage with the haters. But to me, no, no, now, I, now I, it, nowadays it's like, no, let's go, let's go, let's right. go battle right now. And to me, I'm choosing my battles. I'm not engaging in every single you know person out there saying something negative. But when it comes to something against his daughter, or when it comes yeah. to something against like you know, like he revealed that he's not, he basically didn't get paid to finish the Snyder Cut. Yeah. He didn't get paid a single dime. The 70 million, that all went to just the, the, the additional uh, scenes yeah. of like, what, four or five minutes that they filmed and then yeah. to the, the visual effects and everything. He, he's not making a dime from it. And a lot of people were like, oh, for when the Army of the Dead trailer came out, they're like, oh, he's not, is he not making uh, money from this too? And I'm like, are you guys yeah, serious? Like, they, they... so... I just want to make it clear, I'm not engaging every single person, but when it's a really, like, as Pithead would say, fuck with comment, <laughs> I will gladly give them my time of day, because I am done with this shit. And the fact that I am so, I'm still, I am so hyped and excited that we're so close to it, that it's, it's, it's been a long journey. It really has. You know, my, my wife, my wife asked me when, when, when we saw the trailer, right, and I was, like my eyes were to be honest with you when I saw the full trailer, my eyes was a little watery. Right? And she asked she looked at me, she's like, Are you crying? I'm like, No, my, my eyes are just watery. I'm like and she was like, Why? This this has been years of of waiting because he deserves this. You know, Zack Snyder deserves this shot. And look at look how look how beautiful this, this trailer is. Imagine the movie. Yeah, and then, and then she was like, oh, "Well, I'm excited to watch the movie with you," and, and I looked at her and I was like, "Love, it, it's going to be four hours. Are you going to be there?" And I said, "We we can pause it so we can go on potty breaks," but yeah. but like you know, and then and then she was like, "Okay, well that's fine. Then like we'll we'll, we'll make an afternoon out of it or, or a night out of it, right?" And then I was like, "Okay, cool," and then she was and then I said and I told her, "Excuse me if I cry," and I, and I told her that. And she was just like, "Why?" And it's like, you you you, you just don't know how how much uh, hateful shit we we've we've uh, we as fans of, of you know of Man of Steel, of Batman versus Superman, of DC, the the DCEU have have been going going through the past ten years. How how we've been getting shit on by every everybody. If if this is if this is like remotely good, I I would I would 
be the loudest motherfucker out there of like saying fuck everybody because because this this is something that that I've been waiting for in, 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 like in in a sense you know what I mean so she was just like okay well you know just as long as you don't like ugly cry it's perfectly fine <laughs> and I was like okay well I'll probably just shed a tear or something like you know and she started <laughs> laughing just because like you know like for for me um I, t- to be honest with you in Endgame when when they showed like the the cast members at the very end right at the when they showed like, all the, the the heroes at the very end uh the the roll call so to speak like i was a little teary eyed because i was like oh, 10 years of the universe this is kind of cool like I, I i appreciated the the movies even though some of them i disagreed with but i appreciated the effort and everything and not and- for nothing you'll feel that same feeling us Dune fans will feel if we actually get it this October. So yeah, I I can't wait either. I, again, I I, I appreciate. I I appreciate uh, like when I saw when I saw the movie in the eighties, I I liked it. I really did. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't what I expected. But again, I enjoyed it as as a movie goer. When I saw the sci fi uh, movie inside on the sci fi channel. That wasn't bad either for me. I, I appreciated it. That but, one is the best one so far. And and for me, like the you know, it got me, you know, to to get a chance to read the books. Because because I was intrigued. I was like, you know, okay, like the, these movies are awesome, these movies are whatever. And, and those that's the thing. Like for me, movie is the gateway for me. There, there's there's times in my life that I'd rather watch the movie than than read the books just because of the fact that I it's more you know, I I spend less time like, in, in, with with the movies and and whatnot. Like Harry Potter, I, I read one book, but I fell in love with the movie franchise. Harold Potter. Or Harold Harold James Potter. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. just to add to the whole uh, the Snyder uh, Zack Snyder interview on Vanity Fair, you mentioned that the the trailer, of course, the the second the actual theatrical trailer looks yeah. really good. Um, so in that interview with Vanity Fair. Zack Snyder revealed that Warner Brothers just wanted to release the Snyder Cut as is without yep. the finished special effects yep. and everything else. And he did not buckle on that. And he said, no, it's an unfinished product. So I don't want to show it if it's unfinished. I don't want to just let it out there, you know. But granted, like a lot of a lot of fans would have, you know, I would have wanted to see it either way, yep. as long as I get to see it, you know. But yep. he did. He stood his ground, and he did not want to just release it as is. He wanted to finish it, you know. So, yep. good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Artistic, artistic integrity. That's what exactly. it's called. Exactly. Exactly. That's what a lot of people are missing. Uh, the big point on on all of this. They just think that oh, it was already a movie that released in two thousand seven. Why? Why do we need to see it again? It's not the same movie, but of course. Well, like, did did they say it was like twenty percent? I think was it twenty percent, twenty five percent, something like that. So, uh, the Justice League, we got, we got thirty minutes of thirty, yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Stuff there, and then everything else was reshot, refilled. Yep. And then, of course, the, the goddamn Russian family—that's what the the produce the studio exec said. All right. of that, the 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 goddamn uh, that uh, the hokey dokey. Uh, yeah, be. Uh, uh, 
what you call it, rooftop scene. Mm-hmm. The 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 goddamn Russian family. <laughs> Because the 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 movie ended, the movie ends up being two hours flat. Yeah, exactly. Right. So an hour and thirty minutes of that Justice League is reshot, refilmed, you know. And it's really strange because they still put Zack Snyder's name in the movie directed by said, Zack Snyder. Yeah, directed by because Zack Snyder. They legally have to. So even there's, if even if Josh there's, there's certain an hour and thirty minutes of it. There's certain rights issues that if they didn't, they would be if he, they would be sued. Even even if I don't know exactly how it works, but there's certain way the there's certain the way the certain the way the rights issues works that even if it's like uh, well we can't that's not that much. There's something about the issue that they have to be credited. Or else someone can get sued. I don't know specifically how it works, but they have to be credited. Right. So, so, so under, it's probably a Warner Brothers issue because they have to cover their ass because if, if they were to just say, okay, well, he didn't do anything and they took his credit out together altogether, he could sue them. Even though he doesn't want any credit, he could sue them. Right, right. So I don't know exactly how it works specifically, but there's there's that rights issue where you have to be careful. Right, right. That's that's really fascinating. So we're gonna leave this the Snyder stuff. We're gonna move on, but we're still in the same universe or maybe a multiverse. Um, this was uh, this news broke out yesterday. Uh, this is from io9.gizmodo.com. A Superman solo film is on the way, but it's not Henry Cavill, at least not <laughs> confirmed yet. This is from Tanahisi Coates, who oh, I guess God, is, um, no. has written uh, some Marvel comics. Yep. And JJ Abrams. Oh, yep. God, no. Or should I say Jar Jar Abrams? That's my new nickname. <laughs> um, so a new Superman movie is finally in the works because everyone else who loves Henry Cavill and Man of Steel has only been asking and begging and pleading for Man of fucking Steel 2. But Warner Brothers says, you know that thing that you really love that you've been asking for? Yeah, we won't give you that shit. We'll give you something else. So writer Tanahisi Coates is penning the film for Warner Brothers and it will be produced by J.J. Abrams. There's no word on a director, a star, a plot, or anything of that nature just yet. But really, all you need to say is Superman, Coates, and Jar Jar Abrams. And it's hard to not get excited. I don't know about that. Uh, pretty exactly. Easy. Pretty like, easy, actually. I'm, I'm really so tired what, um, no, what's, what's, what's the writing credentials of Tanahisi Coates or whatever? Uh... Does he have any writing credentials that I that we're familiar with? So I'm trying to see. Wait, so he wrote comic books, or he wrote stuff from the comic books? Marvel comics. Like which ones? Uh, hold up. Let me do a quick search. Mm-hmm. American mm-hmm. author. Uh, books. So he's written a bunch of books. Um. 
Between the World and Me, The Water Dancer, we were eight years in power. Um, for comics, he's done Black Panther, Captain America. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a bunch of Black Panther and Captain America. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, and both of them are like shit comics. Ah, you have you read them? Uh, not lately because they were shit comics. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> great movies, great MCU movies, but shit comics. But he didn't write those movies, I don't think. Yeah, the the the, the fucking thing when uh, Captain America is actually the number one Hydra spy, and they said Hail Hydra. So, so get the fuck out of here. Are we the gonna? The most loyal, the most loyal uh, patriot of, of America is a Hydra agent. I remember when that news, that was a few years ago when that news broke out. Yeah. And the internet shit its pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Hail Hydra. So I, I will say this. Ta-Nehisi Coates, I don't know about his comics, I've heard about them and a lot of people complaining about them. Yeah. His books, however, a lot of people do not like him and complain. I, like I said, I don't know about his comic books, but his books, a lot of people get pissed off and complain about him because he's very black centric. Yep. He is very about not just black power, but we're talking about Anti Malcolm X Black Power on steroids. We're talking about we it, it, it takes black power to a whole new extreme, and you you need to watch yourself because if you because some of what he's saying is not wrong, and some of what he's saying is very dangerous. So you just gotta be careful of what what road you go down, but it's very it's very, I'll just say Malcolm X Black Power. So now that you mentioned that, perfect segue. Uh, so we're still talking about the same topic, HollywoodReporter.com. So it says here, the celebrated writer has the insight and experience to delve further into the mythos in ways never seen on screen. Because reportedly, this Superman will not be Clark Kent. This will be a different Superman focused on a different person. And it's uh, going to be uh, Val Zod. Either, Val Zod? Yeah, either Val Zod or because this is the newer version or the the Superman from one of the worlds who who is African-American and he was the president of, of the United States. Calvin Ellis. Calvin Ellis, yeah. Who was in, uh, the creator of that character was inspired by Obama. Yep. Yeah. So. But I think it's going to be Val Zod if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's what they're saying so. here. Um, so Calvin er Ellis was created by Grant Morrison and Doug Mankey. First appeared in Final Crisis number 7, 2009. Inspired by Barack Obama, this iteration of Superman is also present in the United States of America and uses his superpowers to directly confront global politics alongside his own iteration of the Justice League that includes Wonder Woman Nubia, Val Zod, created by Tom Taylor, Nicholas Scott, and Robson Ro Rocha first appeared in Earth 2 number 19, 2014. So Val Zod is a later creation, yep. more recent, 2014. Uh, Calvin Ellis is uh, 2009. Yep. So um, 
Yeah, it says here, uh, the Superman of Earth 2, Val Zod, was adopted by Jor-El and sent to Earth along with Kal-El. Raised by pacifist parents on Earth, Val became Superman when Darkseid's mm -hmm. forces invaded his planet. So a few years ago, there was news that broke out that Michael B. Jordan was in talks with Warner Brothers for a Superman film. Yep. Nothing ever happened with those talks, so... They're assuming that this is the same plan, basically. I, I can see him as Valzad. That's fine. But that's the thing. Um, those talks fell off, so they may be yeah. looking for a yeah. new author now. I mean, if, if they're going to do Calvin Ellis, it has to be Idris Elba. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep, I keep repeating myself. Like, Idris Elba is perfect for every role. but like, He really he, isn't. He though. is, though. So I, I really don't mind if he was if he's gonna be Calvin Ellis and that's fine. Right. So um I, I have again I have issues uh when it comes to Superman uh stuff that's not Henry Cavill. He to be honest with you, he has been the most Superman out of all this the superheroes or the supermen that we've had in, in the past I wanna say ten years. But Kuya, Superman doesn't kill. Uh yes he does. Unfortunately, cite your sources. Where does he kill? Please, yeah, please, Kulia, please uh, cite your did, sources, Kulia. Did Christopher Reeve ever kill? Uh did yes he did. Movie? Super Superman two, that big that big deaf mute motherfucker. He punched in the stomach and threw, and threw into the the nothingness of uh, underneath the fortress of solitude. Right in the fortress of solitude. And um, same thing he did with Zod. So, uh, excuse me, Kuya. Excuse me, Kuya. That's fine. That's all. All well and good. But cite me a source where recently, in the last uh, five years, where uh, Superman has uh, killed anyone. Please, uh, uh, I bet you can. Uh. <laughs> he snapped Zod's neck. Uh, okay. The 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 issue of killing in Man of Steel. And I'm going to explain it again. This is his first day on the job. He he has no fucking manual on how to be a superhero. He has like no instructions on to be one. He just wants to do right. What's right? Is he going to fuck up? Absolutely. Is he going to destroy some stuff? Sure. But he, he did the best he could to limit the amount of destruction because he stopped the world engine first. That was the first. That was the first thing. If he didn't stop that, the the whole earth would have been destroyed. So he stopped that first, and then he went he went back to Metropolis. Um, the choice that he made of snapping Zod's neck is the choice that he says that he wants to be part of Earth, because he he also said it in in the movie Krypton had its chance, right? And he says it's you know it'll it'll never happen again. So that's why he destroyed uh, the ship. The laser beamed the the shit out of the the matrix or whatever whatever they call that. That the Kryptonian baby. The pods. The pods. He destroyed the the whole lot. And yeah, he he committed a fucking genocide for the sake of humanity. So. Yeah, my issue, and like I said, he, he has been, Henry Cavill has portrayed Kal-El, Clark Kent, and Superman as best as he could. And to be honest with you, he's one of the better ones. And he deserves a second movie. He deserves 
third, fourth, whatever, however fucking movie he wants to keep, you know, um, having him show up in cameos for certain movies, that's cool, but he deserves his own movie because now we can see who he is. The, be- the beginning of um, Manistee was his first day on the job. Batman versus Batman versus Superman was him on the job, working his ass off, not getting any recognition from people. He wasn't, you know, he 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 worked his tail off to be employee of the the, the century, but he still gets shit on by everybody. So he he grew a little distant. He grew a little tired from them. That's what that's what everyday people do, right? When they work. So, anyways, uh, Justice League. Right, he, you know, do we even have to mention this fucking movie? <laughs> it, he he became, you know, he became lighthearted in that sense. I I I don't know if it's a Josh Sweden thing that he became lighthearted in the calling calling Flash Slowpoke or anything, but but anyways, all I know is with with all the reiterations, all the all the 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 happenings in the Superman world, with the uh, the TV show. With uh, this new uh, Black Superman, and uh, apparently James Gunn wants to do a crypto movie. Oh God! Super dog. Everyone, everyone in the Super Family is getting a Superman movie. So, except for I, that guy Kal El. I, I, at this point in in my life, as uh, uh, an admirer of Kal El and and his values, um, I would not like any project. Of any Superman that's not Henry Cavill in it at this point, I will appreciate it, of course. I will enjoy it, whatever. But it's not, it's not my Superman. So <laughs> that's Henry Cavill need, deserves it, I'm, and I'm and I'm gonna fight for it again. Like we're gonna talk about it tomorrow, probably. But I'm I'm gonna put my foot down that. All of these things that they want, they want the black Superman cool. They want they want a, a different take on Superman. That's fine, but give Henry Cavill a second one. Give Henry Cavill a, a shot, another shot at being Superman, because he deserves it. So, yep, yeah, I'm not against the whole you know Val Zod or the um, Calvin Ellis black Superman. I think it's great, but. We all know like, Henry Cavill has been waiting, like, you know, and supposedly, I don't know how much truth of this there is, according to Grace Randolph from her inside sources, Henry, Grace. Henry Cavill was difficult to work with when they were fi- filming Batman v Superman, and I guess part of it also was when they were trying to get him for that Shazam cameo at the end of the film, he was being difficult and he didn't want to do it, he wanted more money. I mean, if that, as far as the Shazam thing, if that were true, I mean, it's a cameo. You know, however much he got paid for it, personally, I would have just taken it for the cameo. And then if that would have led to my solo film, another solo film, so be it. I'll take the, I'll take the low pay now and I'll renegotiate for, you know, but he was really sticking to his guns, and that's why we didn't see his face. We just saw Superman standing, double standing, you know. Yeah. For it, it, it was it was a stunt double, I think, right? 
you know, and I was hoping when we when I saw Shazam in theaters, I was hoping to see Henry Cavill Superman, but nope, we didn't get it. So yeah, I mean, I'm not against the whole black black Superman. I think it's great. I think it's a cool idea, but man, we gotta have another Henry Cavill film at least in tan. Like it should have been already announced. Like we're still waiting. Um, yeah, we we need to move on from this. Like enough's enough. I I I love. I, I get it. I love all these things happening. I love the new Supergirl. I love all that. Stop fucking playing games with the fans and give them what they want. Henry wants it. We want it. Like, stop. Just stop this. Just, just stop this shit already. Grow up. Enough is enough. We all want this. I don't understand why this is so hard. I really don't. This is not rocket science. I don't get it. Right. So, uh, supposedly, um, in where in in this Superman, so someone made a meme that JJ JJ Abrams is not directing it; he's producing it. But supposedly, this Superman we're gonna get is gonna be so full of lens flares. So there you <laughs> go. That's how no one will recognize uh, whether it's Val Zod or Calvin Ellis is Superman because of the lens flares. Every time Superman moves, you know, or he's just walking, it's so fucking bright, you can't see anything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, and then supposedly the rumor is James Gunn is in talks to make a movie about Crypto, the super dog. So everyone in the super family, I mean, Supergirl doesn't have her own movie yet, but she's getting, I mean, she's, it seems like she's going to get a substantial role in the Flash movie. So everyone in the super family is getting uh, some kind of big deal. Um, so I'm looking at the Superman family members here. Um, how is Lana Lang a member of the Superman family? What the hell? Um, she was a superwoman uh, along with Lois Lane. In really? A couple, couple of comic books. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So I can't wait till Jimmy Olsen gets his own movie. I mean, if he's CIA operative, and hey, don't don't forget Perry White, the best editor ever. There you go. So, oh man, Jester, you've been awfully quiet. Any thoughts about Superman? No. Um. Yeah, but I just want consistency, and I'm tired of no consistency, and I'm tired of. We'll do this Superman and we'll do that Superman. And I, you know, that's the that's the reason why I think DC has been failing is because they have no game plan. Some director comes in with his hands in his pants, is like, "Yo, I got a good idea," and they, they just wing it. It's like, well, where's the game plan? At least Snyder has some sort of a game plan that he's trying to do, but everyone keeps cock blocking him. I'm so sick and tired of it. Right. You know, and like, I'm I'm all for another Superman. But after Henry Cavill's finished his stuff, you know, do whatever you want. But yeah, I don't know, whatever. Agreed. Right. And that's why they said the real villains of the DC universe are the Warner Brothers studio executives. Yeah. Just greedy, grubby, thick boys. Just, I want my money. <laughs> I want my money. I want my money. And I'm so sick of it with like, you know, Disney figured out a way they could they could they can make the fans happy and get their grubby pockets full of cash. But you know, with Warner Brothers and, and how they're handling DC, it's just it's only about the money. They don't even care about the fan base. That's why the I'm poor, a little, 
that, that's why people I'm that work for him. The yeah. poor people that work for Warner Brothers that have to deal with this crap, like I can only imagine the garbage they go through. Right, that's why I'm kind of um, looking forward to uh, Time Warner, like HBO Max, to to head it up. Like, because the Warner execs, they they don't know jack shit about this, but I think the HBO Max execs, they they are, they know the potential of how big these this universe is gonna be. So even if it like for me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, it, this might be blasphemous. Even if it's a HBO Max only release of Man of Steel two, I would fucking watch it. That's fine with me. I'm perfectly fine. Look, I guarantee I would, you, if Snyderverse or the Snyder Cut does well, they'll give him whatever he wants. But, if it makes money, they'll give the guy whatever he wants. Right, and that's and I'll leave it at that. That's what, that's what he said. That's what he said in that interview. Or the, the live stream earlier, um, if they offer it to him, he'll do it. So because yeah. not for nothing, I'm gonna put this out right here before we move on. He might do, and this might be blasphemy, but he might very well do what your hero Christopher Nolan couldn't. Oh shit! Which is bring back eyeballs to screens and seats into asses oh <laughs> did you say seats wow. into asses like that sounds horrible <laughs> asses to seats whichever asses to seats boots to it doesn't matter the, the uh, point remains he 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 might get those eyeballs and ears pointed in the direction where your your hero nolan didn't do it yeah i know like you because you know they're in the same camp not for nothing so Right, right. But you won't say, even if that happens, you won't say anything about that because, you know, your heroes are the house of mouse and you like licking their lollipop all the time. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. But yeah, I'm all for representation. You guys know that. But, man, what about our boy who's been waiting? But, yeah, um, so if they're going to do – if James Gunn is going to do crypto – um. I want to see the Superman uh, family of animals. We got Streaky, who's the cat. And all of these animals all had capes. Comet. Comet. I I think Comet is the horse. Something like that. Yeah. Comet's the horse, the super horse. And this is from the Golden Age comics. So Beppo is a super monkey. Beppo could easily cameo in Godzilla versus King Kong, and that's why King Kong is so popular or so so powerful. Maybe he is Beppo. There you go. That's why he can go against Godzilla, because there's all those memes that monkey can go against radiated dragon lizard. Yeah, like nuclear powered. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and I also I'm not for nothing. I don't know why, but recently I've been working on a. It's not very good, but I've been working on a concept for the Wonder Trip, the Wonder Twins. I want to get them work back in there, and I have a little Ooh. concept of how they can work in the modern era. So, Ooh. wait, time out. Didn't didn't they mention or didn't Zach say uh, hardcore fans would would appreciate like this cameo? Yeah, I, dude. Uh, what if it, what if it's fucking Zan and Jana, the Wonder Twins? That would, be fucking... that would be awesome. 
Maybe. But if they don't, if they don't get on the ball, or even if they do, I would. I still have a little bit of an idea of how the Wonder t- the Wonder Twins can operate in this uh, society. So nice. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds confirmed on Twitter that he's not going to appear in the Snyder Cut as Green Lantern. So who knows? Oops. Fuck him. Who cares? You know it's Smith. Him, dude. I just want Smith, dude. Who cares? You know it's him, right? Hal. Who? Yep. I said, who cares about Hal Jordan? I want Smith. Yeah, like it's exactly. I don't give a fuck about Hal Jordan. We're over you. <laughs> who, who the hell is Smith? Isn't it John Smith? <laughs> you mean John, John Stewart? Stewart? Oh crap! I'm sorry. I'm say, no, who's Smith? Like who's Smith? Agent Smith? I, th- I was. Th- I thought you said Will Smith. <laughs> So you know what's funny is I, I want I was saying Smith because I figured I had the last name right because I forgot the first name. <laughs> so I, I just butchered it so bad. John Stewart. Yeah, John yeah. Stewart. Yeah, thank you. Starring Thanks. starring Idris Elba. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> oh boy. Denzel Washington's son. Oh man. Oh, he'd be Love. good too. He'd be good. He'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah, he'd be really good too. So there was a fan cast of John David Washington as Val Zod. That's not bad. And then and then Denzel as Jarrell. That's gonna be that's gonna be the most intense fucking son. Come here, son. Before <laughs> I let you go out of space. Come here. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Take <laughs> oh you on out of space. <laughs> so as far as King knowing, Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh man as far, as far as news that's all i have unless you guys want to share anything um i saw a couple of netflix trailers that I, it piqued my interest uh i'm not sure if the these two shows are going to be good but i'm looking forward to it one is an anime uh direct anime um it's tied in with uh Del Toro's Kaijuverse. The the whatchamacallit? The Pacific Rim. So it's a, oh, yeah. it's a yeah, it's about like kids uh who who lost their parents and the, the parents are pilots and yep, looks they cool. got abandoned and all this. That that looks good. That yep. anime looks amazing. And this one, I'm not sure, but it intrigued me because of the fact that the the way they set it up. Uh, the trailer is called Shadow and Bone. I guess it's based off of a best-selling book. Uh, I'm assuming this is young adult book. Is this because... animated? No, this is this is live action. Uh, Shadow and Bone. That's the name of it. Um, it looks interesting because of the fact it's set in like a dystopian Victorian period type of thing, and it's it has like people with like superpowers, people that are that have guns, people that are swordsmen and all that stuff. It like it, it kind of like when I when I first saw it, I was like in the trailer, I'm like, ooh, that's that's not bad. And then when I when I saw like from the world's you know the best selling book, this like this 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 this, and I'm like, ah, fuck me in the ass. This is gonna be a, a young adult uh, type of show, right? But it kept it kept being nice. Like the 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 actress wasn't annoying. The the person that's that's on there wasn't annoying. Um. So, it's gotten your interest. Yeah, it piqued my interest. Yeah, ah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. That's like, ah. I, like I said, like again, and like 
I, I will explain it last uh, for 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 our discussion in regards to young adults, uh, in regards to the the, the show that we're going to be discussing tomorrow. Um, <laughs> the the issue that I have is the the angst. You you get me? The well, little, the little. Isn't that natural with teens? Yeah, and I as an old ass person, I, I don't like that at all. So you didn't have you didn't experience a little bit of that angst? No, I get I get like slapped by my mom saying get over it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when 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 have we had angst in like as as teenagers in the Filipino household, man? None. We either either we either we grow out of it or they tell us to get over it. But anyways, um, it just piqued my interest again. This might be a young adult book. I, I'm not 100 sure because I'm not you know I'm not familiar with with this storyline but if you guys watch the trailer for shadow and bone i have let me know what you think i have yeah. seen it oh, okay i've seen think? the trailer um so it, I it's not bad it's not bad right it's here's the thing uh i am super thankful for something really different yeah and i honestly deep like deep down i really hope it succeeds yeah, because it's different, and if it if if it succeeds, then we get more different because they see money in different. Yeah. And I I will check it out because it I don't even it's know different. it's different. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even know what it is. So you know, and I'm reading the comments, and everyone's like making comments about the books and stuff like that, and how much they like them, and and how impressed they are about how accurate it is to the book, based off the trailer. And I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll watch a couple episodes. Won't yeah. hurt. So. That's what I. That's what I was thinking. So I'm like, those are the two ones that, that piqued my interest. Oh, and the last one was the the one I showed Pinhead, um, the Vigil, that uh, the Jewish uh, horror movie. That that one, yeah, like, I, 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 I looked at it. I was like, mm, that's that's kind of a kind of for me. I'm a little I'm a little intrigued with that one too. So I might have a full review on that next episode. So we'll see. Okay, well, you've seen it already. No, I might rent it. Oh, okay, okay. So, right. Shadow and Bone, it premieres on Netflix on April 23. Yep. And then uh, the other one, um, the Pacific Rim Black something uh, is, is on uh, May, I believe. That looks really good. When I saw yeah, that, trailer, that, that anime like, thing. It lends itself to anime in the first place. Yeah. So. But yeah, the story like, is intriguing. Yeah, it's, it's a Jaeger uh, with, with no weapons because it's the training <laughs> Jaeger. Right, right. I'm like, right. how the fuck are you going to fight a kaiju then? Okay, cool. Fist we'll figure fist. it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I guess so. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm done. Um, Follow Mike on all of his Instagrams and YouTubes and stuff and Jester and all of his uh, uh, funniness in uh, TikTok and Pinhead in his YouTube uh videos and shit eh, it won't matter they won't get this far in the video anyway i'm sure they will <laughs> all right i'm done cool anyone else have anything they want to share so yeah i'd like to like i said i want to share uh, judas and the black messiah that is a must see by far especially if you have hbo max and uh Check out Nomadland. Um, people were raving about that movie. I saw it's on Hulu right now because 
the Golden Globes are tomorrow. They're Sunday. And this one is a front runner. And I can understand why, because this is a very, very, very sad look at how the system has failed humanity. It's 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 it, it it makes you really take all the bullshit aside, all the left right. I make this, I make that. All the sh- all the vanity, all the bullshit is taken out, and you are stripped down to the base nature of what humans are. And it is a very very sad look, and it's a hard watch to look at it because. It makes us look at how critical the system is. We have to look inward at ourselves and go, how are we fucking up? So it's a very, it's a very powerful film. And Frances McDormand, she's, you, you guys better watch out because uh, she put on a strong performance this year. And you better, uh, all, all those of you that didn't bring your Top Gun performance, you're biting the dust because uh, she put on a performance that is second to none. Mm-hmm. Second to none. Her, her and Zendaya are my two favorite front runner winners as far as women for Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. That, that that I'm putting it right there right now. Those should be the front runners for Oscars this year. If not, you guys are fucking bums and you don't know what you're doing. So I'll leave it at that. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to reiterate what Pinhead said about Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, man, yeah, they. you guys need to see it. Check it out. It's, it's a powerful film. It and is. Quite the all-star cast as well. And... Uh, What's his name? Jesse Plemons, who for whatever reason, I always think that it's a young, like it's a Matt Damon clone. He's a Matt Damon clone. Uh, but oh. man, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, I can see it. He's, he's quite a powerhouse too. Um, and then of course you've got, um, uh, is it Daniel Kaluuya? Yeah. 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 Who, 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 by the way, oh man, I forgot to put this in the notes, um, but I, now I just remembered it. He just revealed that he was not invited to the premiere of Get Out. Can you guys believe that? Not surprised. Really? Yeah. He wasn't invited to the premiere of Get Out. So I guess he was um, he was filming Black Panther when that uh, when Get Out was released. So he was ready to go to the premiere, but he did not get an invite. And the fact, the fact that this is, this is the, this is the star of the film. How do you not invite the star of the film to your premiere? Like, I don't know. Did, did he have a, did he have a mustache? You know, those are the things that studio execs would be like, no, no against. I go, he can't, he can't be clean cut in the premiere because, you know, he has a mustache. So this is from VanityFair.com. Daniel Kaluuya wasn't invited to Get Out's world premiere. And the quote is, that's the industry. So he said, um, yeah, so he was, uh, the actor was in Atlanta at the time shooting Black Panther. 
but cleared his schedule so he could trek up to Park City, Utah for the high. Uh, so this is when uh, oh, the... Get Out was premiering in Sundance in 2017. Okay. So Black Panther would release later, like 2018, the next year. So, and then the quote, and then I just didn't get an invite. I wasn't invited. So I was just in my bed. Someone texted me. It's done really well. Like, that's the industry, Graham. He continued, this is the game. Yep. Oh, so yeah, he was being interviewed by Graham Norton. So uh, Graham Norton said, someone fucked up. So like, how do you not get invited to the premiere of a film that you started? Like that's, that blows my mind. Well, maybe they feel in Park City, they filled out their quota for uh, black actors or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Especially during Sundance. Like, if it was during Sundance, this was before it blew up. Right, right. No, no seriously, because like that, that's that's the only thing I can think of when it comes to Utah. Yeah, because right because during that this the get out it was just everybody was knowing about it. It didn't blow up, and it wasn't the box office success at that time. So they just like, oh, here's here's a couple a Negro trying to pretend like he's a star of something. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, here when the host pressed Kaluuya about making a complaint, the actor demurred. "Quote: You don't want to be in a place that you don't feel wanted. You feel me?" And yeah. quote. So like, wow. Exactly. Crazy. Crazy. And the, these these British actors, uh, African American, or uh, you know, British, uh, uh, you know, British black actors are very, but very woke in the in regards to like. Hollywood stuff, and I'm like, yeah, if they don't want to fuck with me, fuck you, fuck you guys, you know. So I'm like, wow, that's kind of. I wouldn't call that woke. I just think they have higher standards. Yeah, I mean, like for for them, it's just very, you know, they're very non. They don't, they don't, they don't put up with the fucking bullshit. That's what it is. They don't fuck around. It ain't woke. They just don't fucking put up with the fucking bullshit anymore. That's good. I like it. They they're like yeah bruh, yeah bruh we 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 don't do that shit around here bruh so fuck you, but like they they don't put up with it. It, it. It's it's the same mentality of how you how you have it in wrestling where if you go to Mexico or Japan or Europe and you say that f word you yep. you know what f word I'm talking about Kuya yeah you'll get dispatched and sent to the fucking hospital so. In certain territory, in certain territories, they just don't play that shit. So, yeah, it's a it's a piece of art for them. Exactly, exactly. So, yep. Alrighty, well, that does about it. So, thank you guys for listening. If you've made it this far, yeah. Despite the technical difficulties, uh, we thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Alrighty. We love you. Till the next episode. Yep. Bye for now. Later. Bye.